Hey, this is John with Catholic for Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but I'm glad you're here. I was born and raised Southern Baptist right here in Alabama. Then one night, Christmas Eve, 2013, I found myself at a midnight mass, and I never looked back. I love being Catholic. I think it's the greatest thing I've ever found in my life, and I'd like for you to know more about it. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions about the Catholic faith, shoot me an email to catholic4rednextpodcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to getting to know you. Just relax and listen to a few episodes. Thank you for coming. Hello, everyone. This is John with Catholic for Rednecks. Thank you for coming by my YouTube channel and podcast. I used to be a police officer, and I was a, what they call a first responder. If somebody got shot, murdered, robbed, raped, or in the process of either of those things, getting broke into, whatever, I would be the first one to show up. Yep, hopefully in some backup with me. When you come to a crime scene, you secure the scene, you detain witnesses, you protect evidence, and you get the evidence, and you build your case, hopefully solve the crime, but it has to be documented all the way, for instance, if the victim has been shot to death and you have a suspect that has a gun, you wouldn't just take the gun and leave it laying in the trunk of your car for a month or two till court time. And No, there's a chain of evidence. Everything has to be documented and sealed, verified, time-stamped from the time it is discovered until it gets to the courtroom. And if you're a Baptist or Presbyterian or any type of Christian believer, and all, you really, really want to discover the true church, which of these denominations are right, You know, there's a lot of them. There are so many of them. Just the Baptist church alone within itself has at least 60 different denominations within, you know, disagreements. And it's the same way with all of Christianity. You've got the Catholic church, which has been around a long time, so just hear me out. And then you got the Protestant church that came on the scene, the Reformation, 15-something, you know, Martin Luther and King Henry VIII. And uh, it's just been a poop show ever since of church splits and new denominations forming. But what I want you to do If you're a Christian, you believe in Jesus, you believe in the Bible, 
Um, you want to be in the right church. Somehow you got on this channel. You found me somehow. Why don't you use the same critical, logical thinking about discovering the true church as you would if you were a police detective and you were sent to a crime scene and you saw the evidence laying around and you saw the victim, you see witnesses, there's a suspect, you'd be very, very careful to document and record all the evidence, all the people, interview, you would have it laid out in your report chronologically because by the time the case gets to the court, the defense attorneys will do their best to find holes in your case. They're pretty, they're really good at it. They love to find little places where you messed up where there's a gap. So let's apply those critical thinking skills, detective skills to Christianity and the Bible. Now we know it's a historical fact, both inside the scripture and outside and from uh, historical documents, which are available to us today on Google. We know that Jesus came and all. Uh, lived, taught, formed a uh, following 12 disciples, apostles. We know he ordained them to spread his message, his gospel. We know that he was arrested, uh, tortured, beaten, crucified, hung on the cross, died, was buried, and rose again on the third day. We know that for 40 days, he made numerous appearances to the disciples, to Mary, to different women, uh, to 500 people in one place, Paul says. We know that a lot of wild stuff happened, that uh, graves opened up all over Jerusalem, that the saints were walking around like the walking dead. Um, we know that Jesus told his apostles and his disciples, his people, to tarry in Jerusalem until the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost would fall on them, that they would be empowered from on high, okay? So stick with me. If you want to know the truth, stick with me. So we know that most people recognize that the Christian church was born. Some say in the upper room when Jesus said, when he blew on the disciples, told them to receive the Holy Spirit and gave them the authority from himself to forgive sins. And others say it happened on the day of Pentecost that the church was born. But that church was born. It was one church started by Jesus and the apostles built upon that. We know that church had a name. Very soon, we have church documents, historical documents, that that church was called the Catholic Church. Uh, Ignatius called it the Catholic Church. 
and other early church fathers called it the Catholic Church. This is uncontestable, and I know it infuriates people, but it's fact. Sometimes truth hurts, but if you want truth, you'll hurt a little bit to find truth. I'm trying to help you. So we know from multitudes of early church writings, and they're available. Used to, you had to go to a special library. I did that. When I was in my 30s, the thought suddenly popped in my little brain, how do I know the Bible is God's word? Where did it come from? So I went to a big library, and I had never heard of early church writings or nothing. And I found a shelf that was several feet wide. This was not a Catholic library. And upon the shelf was row after row after row of these leather-bound books. And they were written by people. I had heard their names, but like Augustine, uh, people like that. And I just sat there all day one time and thumbed through those books and took a lot of notes. You know what? It didn't take me long to realize that all the stuff they were writing about was totally foreign to me. It was all Catholic, all Catholic. Okay, now listen here. If you have a true desire to find out which of these hundreds of churches out there is the right church, people are always leaving me comments every day here on YouTube, here on the podcast, email, text, TikTok, Instagram. They're always asking us, Catholics, where's that in the Bible? Where's that in the Bible? Well, that Bible that you guys keep referring to is not, hear me out now, if you jump off, you'll miss it. That Bible that you're referring to is not what the Catholic Church is based on. It's the other way around, okay? The Bible is based on the Catholic Church. Do you understand that what we know now as Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, and all the epistles of the New Testament were written after, after, after the church was already going. There was already a Christian church here. The historians, the academic people, the scholars tell us that there wasn't even one sentence of the New Testament written for at least 10 years after the Christian church was born. So the early Christians had no New Testament. And the Old Testament scrolls they used contained a lot of writings in them that most Christians today don't even have in their Old Testament. Did you know that? It's true. Excuse me.
But so you have a church and you have these apostles teaching them orally things that Jesus taught in his earthly ministry and things that probably the Holy Spirit was revealing to them. So all the Christians are listening to teachings from the people that were with Jesus. Now, these apostles ordained the bright ones. Everywhere they went, they established local churches based on one faith. And we know from the epistles, from the book of Acts, from early church history, that these apostles ordained others to take their place. And we know that these others also wrote extensively about Christian faith. And we have their writings. It took many, many years. Well, listen, pretend you're a detective. Pretend you're a policeman. Pretend you are a truth detective. And you are desiring the truth. Listen to me. It was 382 A.D. That's a long time after the church had started. That was a long time after Jesus rose from the dead, went to heaven. 382 A.D. is when they first come up with what we know as a Bible. Yeah. Have you ever wondered who it was that decided which books would be in the Bible? Did you know that the word Bible itself is a term referring to many books? If you grab a Bible, here's one right here, a King James Bible. Why do I use the King James Bible? Because that's the one Protestants use and everything about the Catholic Church can be found in here. See these books? See these tabs? These tabs are different books of different letters. And who decided which ones would be included in this book called the Bible. Who? I read the the uh, London Confession of Baptist Faith written way, way long ago, and they had a list of books of the Bible that were the Word of God. I want to know who gave them that list. Where is the official list Think about it, Baptist, Pentecostal, Church of Christ, Seventh-day, Mormon, Jehovah's Witness, Methodist. I'm asking you, where's the list of which books are inspired in the Word of God? Where's that list? If I look up the table of the contents right now, Bible's upside down. Table of Contents. There they are. 
sorry. I need a studio. Well, here they are. Who made this table of contents? Who said that these are the right books? It wasn't the Baptist. It wasn't the Lutherans. It wasn't the Mormons. It wasn't the health and wealth people. It was the Catholic Church. And a lot of people say, because it's a it's a desperate it's a desperate declaration. That's not the same Catholic Church. Oh, I beg to differ. It is the exact same Catholic Church that had these councils, Nicaea, Carthage. They had many councils. They still do. Yeah. You ever heard of Pope Innocent? And a couple other popes, I can't even pronounce their names. They went through all these writings with much prayer and debate and seeking God. They determined which of the writings were the legitimate word of God. Actually, they were just trying to put together what would be allowed to be read at Mass. Yes, I said Mass. Because you can look up Justin Mortar, be a detective. Look up Justin Mortar. He wrote a description of Christian worship, I think like 300 A.D. Google it. Be a man or woman of integrity and Google these things. Why do the early church writers describe what Catholics know as a mass? They even called it a mass. They called the Lord's Supper the Eucharist. They emphatically believed that the Eucharist was the literal blood and body of Christ. All of these things, these beliefs and preachings, this evangelism that set the world on fire and changed the course of all the history of the universe was by that one Catholic church. They didn't even have a Bible. Okay? 382... 401, four, the, it was hundreds of years from Jesus till we had a Bible. And the Catholic Church was based on sacraments that Jesus himself instituted. Those sacraments can be found in the Old Testament. They can be found in the Psalms. They can be found in the prophets, they can be found in the gospels, they can be found in the epistles. There is no way anyone with integrity can contest that. Sacraments. People mock them all the time, call them everything in the world. I have found that once people have lost the argument, they start using insults, you know, but um, the Catholic Church was built and established on the oral traditions and practices of Jesus, then the apostles. Later on, later on, some of those apostles 
wrote. And most of their writings were not just writings just to put together a catechism, but a lot of the letters that, that the Apostle Paul wrote were responses to questions about things going on in those local churches. Yeah, we don't even know. We don't know. But it's the Catholic Church that said, these are legitimate, and that Paul wrote these. They were there. The Catholic Church, the fathers, were there. If you ever heard of Ignatius, Ignatius called it the Catholic Church. He was born again, baptized disciple by Paul. No, by John and Peter himself. John and Peter. Why is the Catholic Church in Rome? Because that was the epic center of the universe. And the Christian church went from Jerusalem. The Jews rejected Christianity and still do if you ain't figured that out. And Paul appealed to Rome. He wound up in Rome. He had a rented house. He preached in Rome. He was martyred there. Uh, there's a letter he wrote to the Romans. People said there's no such thing as a Roman Catholic church. Have you ever read the book of Romans to the church in Rome? Use your thinking cap. Look at the timeline. Okay? The Catholic church was here. Full steam ahead years and years and years and years before said Catholic Church determined what would go in this book. The canon was established by the Catholic Church. And people believe these lies about Constantine starting the Catholic Church in 313, no, he just made it legal. There were many, many popes alive before Constantine. They called the Pope the Bishop of Rome. He's still the Bishop of Rome. So there's one church that Jesus Christ himself started with his apostles. He gave those apostles authority. He passed his authority to them. He told them to go all over the world baptizing and making disciples and teach them. And a disciple is not somebody that just says a prayer when they're feeling conviction and sorrow at a revival. Jesus said, he did not say go into all the world and lead everyone in a sinner's prayer. No, Jesus said, go all over the world. He said to baptize them and teach them, make them disciples. That's like an apprentice. When you learn to be a plumber, uh, when you learn to be to a skill, a trade, you, you go under the master for a long period of time and you learn everything the master knows about whatever the trade is.
That's the way people learn their trades. That's what being a disciple is. And then, somehow, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later, a group of people thought they knew better than said established Christian church. And they took said Bible and removed thousands of scriptures. And a lot of those scriptures, you should, you should read them. They got a lot of Catholic stuff in them. People say, where's that in the Bible? It's in my Bible. This really isn't. This is my Bible, but this is a King James Let's play detective again. Who is King James? King James was the king of England. The king of England was also the head of the state and the head of the Anglican Church, the Church of England. They believed in confession for sins. They still did. They were very, very Catholic, even though they broke off. They believed in the confession of sins. That's why they knew, First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, his faithful and just to forgive us our sins. They believed in confession. That's why they translated it the way it's supposed to be. They believed in confession. Then later on, King James himself changed a lot of the rules that England had against Catholics. I think it's the Articles of Perth. Don't quote me on that. Articles of Perth. Yeah, you know, they outlawed the Catholic religion in England, but those that stayed faithful to Jesus and the church were called rednecks, Catholic for rednecks. So originally rednecks were Catholics that remained loyal to Jesus and Peter instead of you know, following the Church of England. You do realize that if you're a Baptist, a Methodist, any of those mainline denominations, I was raised in them, that your church can, in a court of law, in a classroom, can only be traced directly to the Church of England, where it came from. Your church denomination did not come from Jesus or Israel. If you're a Baptist, if you're a Southern Baptist, your church did not exist prior to 1845, and your church was founded in Augusta, Georgia, on two main things, slavery and prohibition. That's, that's just truth. That's, it's the evidence. It's the evidence. I'm not making any of this up. The regular Baptist church came out of a fellow named Roger Williams who helped found the state of Rhode Island. He had been a Quaker. Do you know what Quakers were? Quakers were those people in the Church of England that wanted to erase all forms of Catholicism. They want to erase everything about Christianity. All the practices, the images, the statues, things that Christians had for centuries and centuries. They wanted to purify 
the Church of England from these things that the early church used. Archaeology proves it. Early church writings proves it. Bible history proves it. All the greatest theologians were Catholic. Even Martin Luther, his drunk self, clung to the vast majority of his Catholic beliefs. So did King Henry and all the new Reformed churches when they first started out after the Reformation. They were like 99% Catholic. If you went to a Protestant church way back then, it didn't look or believe anything like the Protestant church today. They have spiraled and split, spiraled and split so far from this they have. So if you're really honest and trying to find the true church, what church was here? Which church gave you the Bible? The Baptist church did not. The Presbyterian church did not give you the Bible. And those that say that the Catholic church is a cult of Satan, I hear it every day, pagan religion. You mean to tell me you got your Bible from a pagan religion? How stupid would that be? Oh, these, this is our book here that we base our eternal life on, and pagans put it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, idolaters, uh, Roman pagans put our holy book together, and we believe it. Yeah, it's our user thinking. I'm trying to be as nice as I can and help someone out there use critical thinking and learn more about the one holy Catholic church because it's the only church Jesus had anything with starting. Have a good day.